uh, day. The rain has probably messed up a lot of things for a lot of people, but um, we've been pumped. You been pumped? I've been real pumped. Yeah, I've been real pumped, bro. What? I've been. I mean, the entire day, you know, I've been uh, scratching my back, scratching my head, scratching. <laughs> You be scratching everything, bro. Scratching, bro, I've been I've been excited, bro. Why Why you excited, bro? Bro, I'm excited, bro, because you know, like, there's something about being black. Oh, I'm tripping, tripping. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, there's something. <laughs> I'm tripping, tripping. Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. There's something about being black. <laughs> there's something about being black, bro. I don't right. know what it is. But. So, so that, that's making you happy. That's 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 what got you excited right now. Honestly, bro, I've been thinking about like there's something about like uncomfortable conversation, bro. That like, I'm really excited for. Like um the fact that we get to come together as you and I, being black brothers, right? And we get to have the, un- the I mean the ten- the chance, man, by the grace of God, to have to have uncomfortable conversations. And still be us, mm. and frame it, and frame it through the lens of the gospel. Why are you excited, bro? I mean, uh, man, I'm excited <laughs> for so many reasons. I mean, obviously, first and foremost, just I guess to be alive, bro. Like it's been a crazy year. Um, it's been a yeah. rough 2020, as I'm sure everybody out there could um, relate to. So, just first and foremost, just to be here, and like you said, like to be able to do this with you um i feel like it's been a long time coming man it's like time, it, th- this was meant to happen so I, i'm i'm super excited about that um just to you know start off on the right note my name is yemi abudu or or as my parents named me yemi abudu that's how you say my name i'm a ninja boy through and through um and my partner over here Oh, is. I gotta do the same thing too. I, I mean, you ain't gotta do the same thing, but you know. I feel like I gotta do the same thing. All right, go ahead, do the same oh. thing. Let's see if you can say your name, though. Go ahead. Here, here we go. They call me um. They call the me king. <laughs> they call me the the man. <laughs> they call me the black man. I'm joking. Let me stop playing. They call me a day. Idowu, Idowu, Idowu. I got it right. Idowu, Idowu. I've been practicing like, all day. Like woo tent, like woo, woo, woo. woo. <laughs> That's the sound of the police. <laughs> woo, woo. That's, the, that's the sound of the police. But yeah, man, my name that's is Ade Idowu. Idowu. Man, man, it's I'm fellow excited. fellow Ninja boy. Ninja boy. He he don't know it though. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the blood. It's in the blood. In the hey, blood. shout out to Ass and Creed. My That's man, right. shout out to Omo Nigeria. Listen, I'm not. I ain't really. I ain't really Nigerian like that. But you Nigerian, bro. You I, ain't really, just, I ain't really Nigerian. You just don't be claiming it, bro. But you should, cause our culture rich. I'm only bro. black, cause I played in the sun too long. <laughs> To be real, <laughs> hey, that's how it happened for most of us. That's though. how I be. That's how I be. That's how I be, though. But um, nah. Know. Shout out to Aston Creed. Shout out to TFC uh, Eagle Radio for yeah. just giving us the platform to do this. Yeah. Um, like we said, we're super excited for this. Uh, yeah. Shout out to all our friends who've you know kind of like supported, chimed in, um, just helped us in regards to like setting this up. Um, for those who are tuned in right now, um, if your friends are not tuned in, let them know that Dark Crows is live right now. Let them know. Let them know, you know, because we want we want you guys to hear the conversation we're having today. Um, it might be... What kind of conversation is it? Man, it's uncomfortable, bro. It's that hey, uncomfortable? listen, bro, yeah. Listen, I, we were talking in the coffee shop, bro. I swear my heart dropped when we talked about it. <laughs> I mean, it was that uncomfortable, man. At least for me, it was. I mean, like... I'm in a place where I can talk about it maturely now, but like, 
I that that thing hit me hard earlier. You know what I'm saying? That's true. It's yeah. uncomfortable, man. So we are gonna be having uncomfortable conversations, like you yeah. said. And um, I know some of you guys are probably wondering, like, why the name Dark Rose? Like, what, 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 what's all that about? Um, you wanna tell them? Why, why yeah, we're bro. Uh, we're black. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna put it out there like that. I mean, simple as that. Y'all all know. I mean, we black. So, I mean. We were sitting in a coffee shop thinking about a name. Uh, I couldn't think about anything. Uh, you couldn't think about anything. We, could, we honestly couldn't think about anything. And nah, like bro. he said, we were literally in the coffee shop and we ran through names. What other name do we like come through? Um, do we run by? <laughs> come through? I know, right? English. English is hard. But well, I can't remember what it was. There was some dumb names though. Like just. They, I ain't had no dumb names though. Oh, so it was all I, on me. It was all on me. It was all on me. It was all on me. Nah, I'm pretty sure you came up with one or two stupid names, but I ain't come up with one or two um, nothing. <laughs> but I mean, being at the coffee shop though, it kind of made sense. Dark roast with dark. Yeah. Um, you know, dark roast. You know, coffee. You know, it. It, it felt right. You know, it felt, it felt right. right. And you know, most of the time you have good great conversations when yeah. you know in the coffee shop or you got your coffee um even if i'm not so much of a coffee man myself i know he is i am um, i mean is addicted to coffee i am not addicted to anything yes you are bro. i am addicted to the lord jesus oh my christ God, you who is with, he's within me yeah. <laughs> is he within you my brother <laughs> you know that <laughs> let me tell you about my lord jesus christ <laughs> nah man he's he's definitely addicted he just don't want to confess right now but um so yeah that's pretty much how the name came up and um to be honest with you i think it was what like when school started like last month um with all the craziness that's kind of happened this year um me and the day were really like serious about like not just voicing our opinion, because we know a lot of people have voiced their opinion, but um, based on the environment we're in right now, uh, we just felt like it would be great to have a different perspective on all the things that's going on in the world. Um, yeah. Not saying we're the most learned, right? No, I'm not. You I'm know? not. I'm not the most learned at all, bro. You dumb, dumb, me dumb, dumb? I'm. I'm. <laughs> 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 you said I'm not the most learned, but I I ain't dumb dumb. I'm 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 you. I'm 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 I'm, 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 I'm a little bit smart. I got a little bit of stuff. I got a little bit. Of, I got. <laughs> bro, you trip. You trip. Um, but not nah, for real. Like we're not the most learned. We're not saying we're the most educated. We're not saying um we know everything. Um, but. We do know um, what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong. That's how that saying goes, right? And uh, we feel like it will be very, very beneficial for those, especially here on our campus, to kind of um, hear our perspective from people kind of like uh, us, um, black yeah. people. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Hence the name. Um, it's only a few of us. It is only Maybe a few about two out of a thousand. But chill. We might be the only two on this campus that's black. How you gonna disrespect? You know that's 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 disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Disrespect people like that. I'm gonna go ahead and say that's disrespectful. Yeah, yep. that's that's crazy yep. disrespectful. So my bad. Man, <laughs> <laughs> say my bad. Um. So anyway, just to kind of kick things off, um, why now, right? Like I feel like for us, that was kind of like the main question for us going into this. Like, why have these conversations now? And I guess the answer today was why not now. Um, this is, like we said, the craziest year. It's been a lot of conversations being had in regards to social injustice, in regards to um, just a lot of things that's been going on around the world. Um, just 
that are not good. Um, and I know a lot of y'all have probably seen a lot of the videos that have circled around on social media. Um, so, like we said, being on this type of campus, we just felt like um, our voices needed to be heard. And we yeah. just felt like, um, and it's not just us. We're not just going to be the ones, we're not going to be the only ones doing this, right? Mm -mm. Nah, bro. I mean, listen, like on, on September the 29th uh, in Forest, from it's only for the Forest guys, which is, sorry for the ladies, but... Um, we're having a, a, an event, bro. It's going to be in Forest Lobby, and it's going to be about racial injustice. So, like, it's a it's a really good thing because, like, it's not just, like, us two that are having these type of conversations, right? right? Um, but even when him when himself as the RD of Forest, as a white white American, like, male, um, is starting and engaging in these type of conversations so that we shout all... Shout out to Win. Shout out to Win. Mm -hmm. uh, so that we all, bro, can have, like, an understanding of, of, of racial... Tension, uh, injustice, man. Uh, honesty of cultural diversity and mm -hmm. cultural sensitivity, because it's super important, obviously. Right. Um, and also, the kingdom of God, bro, is diverse. It is super, super duper diverse, man. Right. So, we're not the only ones having this conversation. That's right. Uh, it's spread out across the board. Yeah, and um, one thing he kind of just harped on, which um, I think is also like the main one of the main reasons why we really wanted to do this. And it's because, like, obviously, in regards to social injustice, like, everybody kind of has, has, ha have, has, have, which one is it? Have, as? Everybody has. Everybody has. <laughs> you got it. Everybody has. I'm perfect. Everybody has these conversations from, from so many different perspectives. <laughs> and um, we wanted to address this issue from a gospel pr perspective. Obviously, um, I'm a firm believer that the gospel is true, true and true. Um, yeah, and bro. he believes that, too. And yeah. we know a lot of y'all who are watching this right now, even if not everybody's tuned in right now. And I'm kind of mad at y'all because we told y'all 730. Didn't we tell them 730? We, we said 730. We said 730 over and over. 730. Hey, hey, shout out to the ones who actually end this live. Right. And nah, the ones who real. came through. We, we do appreciate y'all. Yeah. Um, but... Even with that being said, like, we're not going to let that affect the message because nah. we know this message is going to get out uh, either way. Um, so kind of like we said, we know the gospel is the truth, and that's the only lens we feel like everything should be looked at from. So um, anyway, let's get right into it, man. And we're going to—I feel like it's only right that we start with the main controversy that everybody kind of debated oh, and wait, debated wait. about. Go ahead. <laughs> the main what? Controversy? What I say? Controversy? Controversy, man. It's the same thing. It ain't the Co same. Nothing. Guys, controversy, controversy. Hey, I'm just speaking British English. Listen, I don't know what he's speaking. If it's controversy, I want you to type one. If it's con <laughs> con controversy, controversy, type two. It's it's the same English, man. It ain't the potato, same potato. Ain't that how that goes? No. Potato, potato. Tomato, tomato. But they say potato, potato. What? Nobody says potato, potato. I'm pretty sure some people say potato, potato. Yeah, the people who from, from freaking potato land. <laughs> He's stupid. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, Black Lives Matters, right? That's that's been the right. That's been the main thing where <laughs> I, I'm only laughing because I would have never thought Black Lives Matters will be a a topic of controversy. 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 Type one. Controversy. controversy. There Please. you go. Controversy. Um, I mean, I mean, I, how, how do you see, it, bro? Like. When, when you first saw people, like, kind of, like, debate about not the issue itself, but just the tagline, yeah. like, how, what, what came through your head? Like, how, how did that make you feel? 
right, yeah. I'm I'm gonna get more into like what I think and believe about BLM and all that type of stuff and and the actual organization compared to the actual saying. But, bro, I'm going to tell you, in the very beginning, I was on the side of, like, bro, it's not Black Lives Matter. It's All Lives Matter. So, like, and I don't mean this this summer. I mean, like, five, six, seven years ago. So when the the Trayvon Martin, like, incident happened, not even incident, when the Trayvon Martin uh, shooting shooting happened, bro, I, I was on my church had a, a huge thing about like okay we need, we need to talk about this now and the church needs to get in, involved in this right and they said BLM Black Lives Matter in my mind as somebody who wants to promote reconciliation who wants to pre- promote um, unity bro I'm like no man all lives matter it wasn't until this year and it's it's even sad for me but it's okay because we're all learning you know that's right. what we all here for yeah. but it wasn't until this this summer. Where I finally realized, bro, that like what the what Black Lives Matter even meant. So like, I'm gonna get more into that now. But like, what was your first thoughts when you first saw that? So um, kind of <clears throat> to piggyback off of what you just said, like once again, like this whole platform here is not to we're not yet to judge anybody. We're not yet to point fingers at anybody. Um, if anything, we just want to educate the same way we know. Our parents, the school system, and so many other things have educated us in regards to just um, not just being black, but just being human beings, um, just being good brothers, being good, you know, I don't know, just being a great human being, I guess. That's the best way to say So um, for everybody who's out there listening, for everybody who's out there who's going to see this, um, this is not a shot at anybody. Um, like he said, we're, we're learning just like everybody else. So... Um, for me, honestly, I think the first time I saw Black Lives Matters, uh, we'll have to go back to, um, what, 2013? Yes, sir. 2013 during, uh, well, there was the Trayvon Martin, there was the, the Ferguson incident that happened. And honestly, right, right out the jump, like when I heard All Lives Matter, I was very furious. Mm. I, I was very furious because for me, it was like the people who are saying Black Lives Matter are not saying all lives don't matter. Hmm. Um, it, it was, and and I'm pretty sure for those of you on social media all the time, you've kind of seen the analogy of the house on fire, right? There's a house on fire. The fire truck doesn't come into the neighborhood and puts everybody's, you know, doesn't water down everybody's house. They water down the house that's on fire. Mm. Um, so, I think for me, I've I've kind of always seen it from that lens of. Yeah, black lives does matter because based on our history, we've been treated like we don't matter. Yeah. Right? We've been literally we've been treated like property. Yep. So of course, to say black lives don't matter, we're trying to shed light on the fact that, hey, for so 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 many of these years, even till now, we've been treated like we don't matter. And now we're just voicing that we do matter. Mm-hmm. Um and one thing, and, and I know some of you who are listening to this are hip-hop lovers, right? If you really look at the history of hip-hop, like, that was that was part of the main thing behind hip-hop was black young men and women using their voice to speak out to what was going on, to speak out to all the craziness that was going on in their neighborhoods, in their communities. Everybody flooded the movie theaters to go see N.W.A., yep. right? And we everybody was putting on the shirt, you know? I'm from Welcome this. to Compton. Welcome to this. Welcome to this. Um, yeah. Not knowing, like... I mean, and, and I feel like that's the mistake we make where we get so caught up in the entertainment and the, I guess, the glitter of everything or the, the way things are said that we, we forget, like, 
what what's actually underneath all that. Yeah. So for me, honestly, when I first heard Black Lives Matter, like it was like a yeah, Black lives do matter because yeah. we've been treated like crap for all this time. Yeah. Um, and hearing all lives matter for me, if I'm being completely honest and. Like I said, this is not a shot on anybody because it took me some educating from other people to to realize, hey, Yemi, you don't have to look down, or not so much look down, but you don't have to like judge people that are saying all lives matter. Um, I, I feel like it's just being miscommunication from all sides, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's honestly how I feel. What, what yeah. else you guys say about? Yeah, bro. Um, <laughs> just as a continuation, bro. Like I was saying, like. My thing, when it comes down to the BLM versus the, I'm going to say ALM for All Lives Matter, bro. Here's the deal. There's there's an important aspect we got to get to. It's understanding the difference between BLM, Black Lives Matter, as an organization, and what they stand for as an institution, compared to lowercase BLM for the hashtag for what we see like in the streets of of people like expressing that. You know what I'm saying? So, for example... What we see within the BLM as an organization, there are some things that are going on. There are, there are things that are being said. There are some underlying aspects that we must pay attention to. I don't know if you've read up on them or seen some of the things that's on the website, yeah. but them being Marxists, people who are trying to destroy the nuclear family, which is which is not in, in, a, in a, a horrible way, maybe trying to destroy the nuclear family of mm-hmm. husband and wife, have kids, mm-hmm. having a dog. But here's the deal, though. Like, when we gonna give when we gonna get right? When we gonna give space to single single mothers? You know what I'm saying? Um. So so, it's stuff like that. Um. I know that a few of the organizational leaders are transsexual. Um. Uh, three of them, two of them are transsexual, out of the three women who are who are leading that entire uh, movement. But here's the deal, though. That as an organization, in a lot of ways, if you read up on it. Is uh, is very 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 against the Christian values that we should should be living out and should be speaking about as Christians, right? Good. Here's the deal, though. We post and we put BLM, not understanding that that is what people a lot of times think, think about, about right. when you see BLM. Right. However, when I say BLM, whenever I say Black Lives Matter, hashtag Black Lives Matter, and in my mind, I am saying that because I mean Black Lives as a whole around the entirety of this globe right. matter that being said not just not just in this nation no like not at everywhere all. every single place every single place right exactly. um but but here's here's how you even go a little bit deeper than that bro black and i've been telling people this all summer and, it, and it's it's crazy how we miss out on this especially the nation bro black lives matter does not just start it did not start when trayvon martin was killed, was killed right. here's the deal black lives mattered from before God created the entirety of the earth, I like that. But literally, BLM like should have been Yo, something that should have like been that. something that should that should have right. been considered and should have been something that like we should have even had in our minds, like God did. Just like white lives matter, just like Asian Everybody, lives matter, yes. right? From the beginning of the earth, before He even created humankind, right? right? This is why I say that because Black Lives Matter does not stop at a person being shot. And that's a problem. We only think about Black Lives Matter when, when it comes down shot, to somebody's yeah, dying. That's so true. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yeah. People don't realize that there's literally people in the hood who are being who are having to be forced out of their homes through gentrification yep. because they cannot afford to pay, right. and because they're bringing because that city is possibly bringing in new, newer things that are more accessible to maybe rich 
people somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? And that's a problem, bro. And like to 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 think about the fact that like maybe I can literally drive in a car and be going 60 miles per hour right on a 55, and there be somebody who's white who's going 75 miles per, per hour on a 55, right? And I get pulled over. You know what I'm saying? I get looked at weird, and I I get the wrong stuff because of that. So Black Lives Matter doesn't just stop at a p- police brutality, or doesn't just start at police police brutality. But it goes to the entirety of the circle of like every single every single day that I wake up, my life matters. Right. When I am asleep, my life matters. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, like I said, just to reiterate, man, like Black Lives Matter does not just start from Trayvon Martin onward. Maybe the organization did. Cool. Great. But Black Lives Matter as a whole, just like the truth, yes, all lives matter started from way before. And I was going to say something, like, because <clears throat> and I, I love your point in regards to, like, this, uh, you know, this whole Black Lives Matter thing has probably started, not probably, definitely started even before all this. And obviously when he's saying that, he's not just saying, like, us black people. He's saying black people and everybody else. Like, yeah. and I think that's that's what a lot of people don't get. Like, when some, like, yes, there's the, there's the group that is probably taking it to the extreme. But majority of black people, when they say black lives matter, it's not like we matter, you don't. It's like we yeah. matter just as you matter. Yeah. Like that's that's the whole thing we're saying. And um, one thing that kind of came to mind when you were um, talking was going back to the police thing, right? Mm. Um, like, I don't think like, and maybe now people are starting to just see this now because there's been conversations on TV. I mean, every with the quarantine, everybody's been home yeah. and we've kind of just flooded our brains with like so much information about this topic. But um, I think a lot of people don't understand like as black people, like we really, I, I, I don't want to use the word fear, but there is a there is a sense of fear when, when you are on the road just cause. Like I know anytime I get in the car, I'm looking like I'm looking everywhere just cause. Could I, I could be listening to music. I might not even just I might not even be blasting the music. But the moment I see a cop car, man, there's just there's just this twitch in my body. It's just like, hey man, just go ahead, turn it down right. because you don't want you don't want no trouble. Um yeah. and I say all that to say like, cause we were kind of talking about this earlier. In the school system, and and this, and honestly, this is the part that hurts me, and this is the part that I feel like our generation, the younger generation, and even the older generation, everybody, honestly, we need to do our research. We need to stop just listening to what people say. Even as we're speaking to you guys right now, don't take everything I say as um absolute as truth. absolute truth. No, go do your research. Like oh. I heard Yemi and Ade talk about this. How true is this? What are they really talking about? Amen. But it hurts me that the school system literally, and, and I, I was having a conversation with Dante, and he, um, I think it's a quote. I don't know if it was a quote. Another by black me. brother. Another black brother. Another. Another. I don't know if it's a quote by Malcolm X, but he was like, you know, whoever has power has the pen. Yeah. Right? And it's so sad that yeah. if I was to ask a lot of people out there, what do you know about your history? And this is something even and regarding my country's history, I had to start educating myself about. Because in the school system, and this is not, I don't want to say it's a bash on the school system, but I mean, hey, a lot of our, a lot of the history is not fully being told. Yeah. There's there's so much, there's so much, what, what's the white thing that we used to use back in school? 
the um white white out. There's so much whiting uh, out of so much history, and that's what a lot of people don't realize. So when they see stuff like Black Lives Matter, it's like, what are you talking about? Since when? Like, not since when, but like, why why is this such a big issue? Um, and that's because a lot of the things they're teaching you in school. Not saying school is bad. School is great. Stay in school. Hey, stay in school, man. Don't. Stay, hey, hey. Drop, drop out of school. <laughs> Shut up, bro. Stay in school. Um, but a lot of the things that... I, I remember having conversations with some of my friends over the summer, and some of them telling me about how they didn't learn. About, I was like, hey, how many black... Okay, in this nation, how many black figures do you know? Besides uh, Martin Luther King. Crickets, bro. Like, crickets. Like, a lot of people didn't know who else. A lot of people... So... For me, it's like you widen out so much history. You widen out people who have actually stood up for right, right? And you only tell one side of history, and then you wonder why, like, people think a certain way. And yeah. honestly, it kind of brings me to, because I was going to ask you this. Who do you really think is responsible for educating people on these kind of matters? Yeah. Because, um, I mean, yes, we as black men, we have no choice but to educate ourselves to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, we have no choice but for other people who don't look like us who's responsible is it their parents right yeah. is, it, is it the school system who's whiting out some of the history um, is it the media who has their own agenda sometimes yeah. um, so who exactly is responsible for doing most of the teaching yeah bro um, if I'm gonna speak biblically, biblically because obviously we're doing this through the lens of the gospel and what the word says, right? Instead of just speaking on the secular, like right. I'm a black man, I know what I'm talking about, whatever lens, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, if I'm gonna be speaking biblically, bro, Deuteronomy 6 talks about how as parents and as people, we are supposed to be teaching our children, right? The ways of the law, giving them the commandments of the Lord, right? Mm, it even speaks about loving your God and loving your neighbor as yourself, right? right? And it says to teach your children the way go. to go, right? Mm -hmm. When? When they're walking, when they're eating, when they're going to sleep, all these things, right? And they're teaching them multiple, multiple, multiple ways. And the, and the author of Deuteronomy speaks in a way where he's, he's, he's showing the progression of sitting down to laying down, mm -hmm. to getting up, to walking, to running. Why? To specify that all day, every single day, there should be a constant teaching of the commandments of God, right? So who is responsible for teaching this? Everyone, mm, right? Like and in this case, like according to context of Deuteronomy 6, parents should be the most important part mm. of discipling a kid, right? That's where we get the discipleship met method from. That's where we get the dis discipleship uh, uh, reasoning from as, as ministry majors, but for myself, and, and but just as, as Christians in general. Mm. Parents are one of the most responsible people mm -hmm. to teaching children the ways that they should be going, right? Think about this. If a kid grows up in a place where his, all he knows is are the, are the influences of his peers, of society, of media, of culture, what is he going to move off of? What is he going to, what is he going to act off of? And, and what is it, what are, the, what are his words going to reflect? Society. Media, yeah. culture, yep. all the things that are secular, all the things that are of this world, right? However, if a parent is doing their job in producing fruit, sorry, speaking like the truth 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Into the life of these kids, discipling the way, discipling them the way that they should be doing as parents, like we're called to do. Not, not, not me being a parent. I ain't no daddy. But, <laughs> but. I'm your daddy. I'm your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but like, as parents, it is their job, right? As you get older, you you start to see, right? Think about us, for for us, we're college students, right? It's not only the professor's job to speak in terms of the curriculum of the class. Correct. But I believe that they, especially as Christians, Christian professors, should be on the front line also when it comes under their classrooms and producing an environment that knows how to be vulnerable, Mm. that knows how to speak about these really crucial topics Mm. so that we know. Mm. I think that across the board, there should be many different influences, right, Mm. that should be responsible for teaching these same things. Whether it's right or wrong, right, I think that we should be doing it through the lens of the gospel, obviously. But whether it's right or, right or wrong, it's, it's up to the person to interpret, okay, do I sh- should I listen to this or not? We all should be teaching it, mm-hmm. you know? There should never be a place where we're ignoring it. Oh, we don't know whose responsibility it is, so we're just not going to talk about it. No, you talk about it. It's important. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like what you said, um in regards to everybody um and even if like looking at it from a gospel standpoint right like because i was just thinking like what if the parents are stuck in their ways and don't want to and they are instilling to their kids the principles they grew up on yeah right because i like because i believe you could be a christian and there's a lot of people that are christians and they still teach their kids in regards to not loving certain kinds of people 100% which <laughs> I've had so many conversations about this which honestly I'm very very confused about because yeah. I don't know how and this is not this is not to judge anybody but I'm trying to wrap my head around the fact that you say you love God but you hate somebody else yeah like yeah but a, a black man or a white man yeah, but either, black, either black or, or white, yeah, either or, and and, and we're, we're gonna get to that too because I, I I know like throughout this whole throughout this whole year with everything that's happened, I've seen a lot of black people like show the same kind of hate to white people, yeah. and that's just wrong too. Right, like yeah. that's not that's not the ultimate goal, especially as like that's not the lens you're meant to look at these things from. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, I I've not been able to wrap my head around that. Because you can't say I don't know like, and it's funny in in, I guess in my country like, um and I I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate to this when people will say like oh I, I'm gonna praise God oh I thank God like oh I'm gonna I'm going to church to worship God I know and they'll say things like what God are you worshiping like yeah what, what? and and, I, and for real because a God I I don't think the God I don't think not the God I don't think God like let's look at the two main commandments right love your neighbor as yourself love God with all your heart right so how can you say you love God with all your all your heart and then hate your neighbor like I think I think these are things that people have to like sit down and really think about like and and I know people our age might say well this is how my parents have raised me Bro, stop questioning. But and I and I'm careful to say this because even as somebody who came from a home where my parents taught me right, I know for a fact as I got older, there are still some things that 
irregardless of what my mom or my dad said, yeah. I did my research. Like, yeah. is is mom right about this? Is right. dad right about this? Is my right. brother right about this? Is my sister right about this? But you can't you can't just follow blindly and say, oh, okay, this is this is what my parents said. Preach. So it, it it gotta be right. Yeah. Um, and and that's something that's really bothered me because once again, you can't from a gospel standpoint, you can't say like we're the same Christians that would say. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to die for every single one of us, to die for everybody. So why would he die for everybody and then you turn around and say, all right, I don't like that person because that person is not, is not like me. Yeah. You you contradicting your stance. Um, but like like I said, I, I know this is something that each, every single one of us has to learn. Um, me, myself, I'm yeah. pretty sure I date too. Because like, I know there's been areas that I've had to be educated on too. I've had to be like, I've had to be sat down and say, hey, like, Yemi, no, this is not how you should approach this. Um, so I, I just, it baffles me sometimes that it's a dangerous way to think, yeah. honestly. And this is what's been, honestly, been going on for so long. Um, and, and that's really why we ask that question, like, who's responsible? And, you know, it is meant to be everybody. We talk about community all the time. Yeah. Um, especially... On this campus, we talk about community. I just right? love the community <laughs> at TFC. <laughs> right. That's why I'm staying here. That's why I'm here, right? And <laughs> everybody should be responsible to teach. Um, not just, it should be everybody, from the professors um, to faculty to the president to every single person that's alive and breathing. Um, I know right. so, some of you might know this person, um, Larry. Shout out to Larry. Larry that works at the cafeteria. Um, that boy Larry. Every time Larry, Larry's an older gentleman um, who's probably maybe I, I don't want to say his age. I, I don't. I honestly don't know. But he's a he's an older gentleman. And when I say every time I stop by to talk to this man, like I feel like God is talking to me yeah. through him. I feel that because he's just a sweet man. He like I don't know how he feels about me personally, but the way he talks to me, the way he tr- this is a white man by the way. The way he talks to me, the way he treats me, he doesn't treat me like somebody who hates, who hates my kind, so to speak. Um, he talks like somebody who truly loves God, based on just the way I know he speaks to people like me. Yeah. Um. So, I think that's what true community is, and this is somebody who works in the cafeteria. Who every time I see him, I'm always excited to listen to him. I'm always excited to hear what he has to say. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, man. I, I just think it's very important, like what you said. This should be a everyone thing. It shouldn't be just one person or a couple of people. Um, um, this should be everything, uh, everyone. Um, yeah. You got anything else to, to Yeah, bro. That? I mean, and obviously we know, and, and like we said, I mean, even I, I want people to be able to, I want people who are not our race and our ethnicity to be able to say, I myself I feel adequate enough to understand and also teach and tell people the same thing. Here's the deal. Of course, in the, being a white person or being an Asian, just like I can't speak for a woman about her experience in doing whatever, I don't think it is uh, right for maybe another um, white person to, ex- to speak as though they could empathize and put their self in my shoes in that way, possibly, right? Maybe. But what I'm saying, I do think that <clears throat> there is still just as adequate enough to be able to speak and teach these same things and same principles to all people. 
You know what I'm saying? And and that's just my opinion. You know, like I know that I, I know that when my, some of my white friends can't tell me they understand what it feels like maybe to be an African American, right, walking down the street in a mostly white neighborhood, right? But I can tell them that you understand and, and they can say I mean sorry, they can they can say I do understand, I see your point. I see why you'd be upset. And to tell their their other white friends or their parents or their Asian friends or Hispanic friends, this is what a group of people are going through right now. And I can't speak for them, but I can say that I have friends that I know who are struggling with the same same thing, whatever. So, like, all I'm just saying is that, like, I, I, I want to be able to empower all people of all ethnicities and, and, and uh, races to be able to say, like, like, like you can speak about it also. Good. You know, it's not just up for African-Americans to be teaching this across the board or African-American parents or African-American, whatever. It's, it, I mean, you can, as a white person, speak about this. I think it's just a place of being able to say, like, I don't understand, but I want to speak and I want to help as much as I can. Right. You know? Um, I, I was even going to say, also, to add to your point, and, and I, I actually agree with you, like... Um, Yes, obviously, as a as somebody from a diff, as a white person, yes, you might not know what it's like to be in our shoes, um, but that doesn't that doesn't how will I say neglect you from the yeah. duty to yeah. speak truth to speak what's right, um, and I, this is something I've been thinking about because um, I know I've I've had I, how will I put this. In your circle of friends, right, and in, in your circle of friends, if you hear your friends saying certain stuff that you know is wrong, um, that's that's your platform to speak up and say, "Hey, that's wrong." Yeah. Um. This. Well, e- even if you don't want to blatantly just say they're wrong, maybe you might be scared to lose their friendship. Ask them, why do you think that? Why? What? What makes you believe that? Yeah. Um, I mean, what what happened to like questioning people about? I mean, we all, I mean, in this day and age, we question everything. We question everybody's beliefs. So, in your circle of friends, why are you saying that? What makes you believe that? Um, I know I do that with my friends too. Um, where I know if I have friends that say something in regards to white people, this white people, this. Hey, bro, like, why? Why you? I, I get you mad, but why are you saying that? Like. Yeah. Is that is that the right approach? Are we in you saying that? Are you not doing the same thing that you claiming they did to you? Um, yeah. So don't be sh- don't be shy to like question your friends. <clears throat> don't be shy to question your family. Um, honestly, I know it could be a scary thing to like. Oh yeah, I might lose friendships. Or yep. yeah, I might my family might not be on my side. Yeah. But I, I think at some point you really gotta stand up and like. <laughs> What's more important? Is the truth more important or is is you conforming more important or you yeah. fitting into what everybody else is doing more yeah. important? I, I think that's something that's very important that you need to ask yourself. Bro, Ezekiel, I mean, most of the prophets, look at Ezekiel. Mm. I mean, this guy, I mean, think about the prophets. Like, think about what God said. He would tell them to their face, you're going to get rejected. Facts. And, and literally tell them the truth before they even say anything. You are going to get rejected. They are not going to listen to you. Jesus said the same thing too. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That we're going to be literally sheep in the right. Yeah. They're going to hate you. They're they surely going to hate you. They're surely going to hate you. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and so like we're lit- we we are sheep in the midst of 
wolves. And in this, like it's, I'm I'm learning, I was learning something today, man. To and and something that Jesus speaks to um to, we're so focused on what is going to happen to us physically, the amount of pain, the amount of in- injury, the amount of hurt we're going to get to our bodies physically, right? Mm-hmm. We're so focused on what we're going to get through. I mean, what we're going to go through when it comes down to our emotions and how our emotions is just going to get hurt and this and this and this. But here's one thing, right? Those things are, are fluctuating. Our bodily health is fluctuating. Our, our, our emotions, they, they fluctuate, you know what I'm saying? A lot of circumstances, sometimes a lot of, and it's, and it's hard to, I mean, discipline yourself to, you know, be able to have joy in the midst of your circumstances. But, like, there are going to be some times where we're, we're going to go through some crap, you know what I'm saying, emotionally. There are going to be some times where our health is going to go downhill. But one thing that's always going to remain constant is our spirit, right? right? It's our soul, you know, the internal thing that is uh, considered invisible, right? Because Jesus literally says, in, 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 or, or really Paul really says that once we are in the family of God, that like, uh, I'm paraphrasing, that nothing can pluck us from his, ha- from his hand, you know what I'm saying? And he's meaning our soul, right? And he's he's meaning he's meaning our spirit. He's meaning us as a being. Nothing can pluck us from his hand. Nothing can take us from his love, and nothing can separate us from it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, what we choose to do a lot of times is like we get scared, including myself. Mm-hmm. We get scared to say something to somebody that is the right thing to do, um, that is moral, or that that is following the beliefs of like our our of Christianity, right? And we don't say something because we're scared of the rejection. We're scared of the emotional pain. We're scared of the, fit, the the bodily harm. We're scared of the fact that maybe we might get martyred in this, in, martyred and yeah. killed as a Christian like in this random, same. right, in this mm-hmm. random country. Yeah. But like, guess what? We are called to do exactly that, yeah. <laughs> to be able to speak that truth, to yeah. be able to endure suffering, to be Paul in the midst of a jail, and to be able to pr- and to be able to pray and sing hymns. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we are we are meant and we're called to do that type of thing. Is it easy? Heck no. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you. Right. It's, it's hard telling somebody as an RA, turn your music down at night, every single night. I'm going to be real with you because <laughs> I, I don't want rejection. I want, I want them to like me. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that might hurt my feelings a little bit. Right. But like, mm. we're called to do that and speak up regardless of, regardless of the type of pushback push we get from that. And um, you said, well, you know, we're called to do this and we're not doing it by ourselves Mm-mm. that's the that's the beauty yeah. of it too like we literally have the holy spirit that's meant to help us like he's our helper he's meant to help us every step of the way and Advocate. he instills in us that confidence to speak he yeah, instills in us that, that boldness. boldness to speak yeah. um i think a passage that i always refer to that honestly that as kind of inspired I, I will say it has inspired me to kind of like just reach for that every time i feel tense or every time yeah. I feel like if I honestly guys like doing this like was I scared like man I'm I'm saying something that I know a lot of the world might not agree with especially coming from a Christian standpoint heck yeah I was yeah he was peeing his pants uh, <laughs> he's sweating right now he's shaking right now look at him <laughs> I'm shivering in my boots um, but like I'm always reminded, like, the Holy Spirit is there to help me, though. The Holy Spirit yeah. is there to give me that confidence, that boldness. On um, The passage I was referring to is, I mean, not even the passage, but the disciples, man. These were fishermen. They weren't the most learned people. They weren't the most eloquent speaking people. They were dumb-dumb. Right? They were dumb-dumb and needed to be dumb-dumb. real. They really did. <laughs> um, but the Holy Spirit gave them confidence, boldness to speak. 
right? Pat, the Bible talks about when he comes, he will come with power, mm. right? Like, so Thanks. I think as Christians, like, if you if you truly believe God's word, right, then you should be able to confidently stand on that, confidently stand. Um, something I, <laughs> I'm reminded about, I know you remember the passage that talks about um, the wise man and the fool, the wise man who abused his house on the on the rock, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And the fool who did otherwise, right? Yeah. And obviously, we know the rock is Jesus Christ, yeah. right? Jesus Christ is the Word, right. right? And I know, I know, this is something. You no, know, my mom has definitely done a great job in teaching me, um, even in regards to treating people. Um, my mom will always say stuff like, um, "I don't." I've been taught to not take offense to things, right? And it finally dawned on me, like, she's like that because this is exactly how Jesus wants us to be. Mm -hmm. And when I say take offense, not saying you won't stand up and speak truth, not saying you won't um, speak against what's wrong, right? But just giving, showing forgiveness, mm -hmm. right? And honestly, if I'm being completely straight, I think that's a lot of that's mainly what we need as a nation forgiveness on all sides right there's there's so much bantering back and forth there's so much this is what I believe this is what you believe this is what I believe this is what you believe um healing doesn't come without forgiveness I'm I'm a firm believer of that in order for healing to come we're saying we want to heal our nation especially with all the craziness that's happened this year imagine if as a nation and globally if we just come to the point of saying you know what I need to let go and forgive. Yeah. You know how much, and the Bible even does say that. So you know what, how much healing will come, from, you know how much healing will come from, even from, and for those who are watching, um, for those who will see this later, um, even on this campus, if you truly need healing, forgive, honestly. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's been my message this whole year. Forgive. Forgive and let go. Because, because, <laughs> I was asking somebody like for Jesus to say when he was asked how many times do you forgive somebody was 70 times 7 or 70 yeah. times 7 yeah right like that's an imaginable number like unimaginable number I mean like that's crazy but if you really think about it that's how we treat God technically we offend him so much that he forgive us so much more and then some um I guess you could say he forgives us for eternity. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, right? until we don't need forgiveness anymore. Until we don't need forgiveness <laughs> anymore. Um, so I think that's the first, that's one of the ways we need to start approaching even some of these topics where um, have those conversations with your friends with an open mind. Um, it's not about, oh, you know, this person is about to tell me how wrong my philosophy on life is or how wrong my belief <clears throat> system in life is. But just be open to be taught. Just be open to truly allow God's word um, to just transform you, to renew you through and through your mind in every aspect of your life. Mm -hmm. um, but definitely forgiveness. And honestly, I think even with all the Black Lives, Black Lives Matter things, like the whole forgiveness thing had me thinking about all what even black people went through during slavery, right? Mm. As a nation, did we ever forgive? I don't think so. On on both on both sides, meaning as a nation, did the nation ask for apologies? And 
And and I know some people, that probably some black people that will see this and be like, well, it's hard to forgive when this stuff keeps happening and happening and happening and happening. I know it's hard, but like you said, that's what we're called to do, right? Yeah, it's our duty, man. That's that's literally our duty. Um, there are people who are going to offend you, and you have every right to be mad, rightfully, rightly so. Um, but <laughs> let let God take take. Take the vengeance, I guess. Let God take his vengeance. Um, it's not for you to retaliate. It's not, we're not called to an eye for an eye. Like, that's not, Yeah. that's not what we're called to do. So, yeah. anyway, I, it feels like I've been rambling, but um, it's, it's just, I, I really feel like in this time that we're in, a lot of forgiveness needs to happen yeah. um, on both sides. <clears throat> and forgiveness, there's action in forgiveness. It's not just saying, I forgive, but it's action in reconstructing the systems that have been there to perpetuate this whole um what you call it like modern slavery so to speak yeah so that's part of forgiveness forgiveness is action you don't just say i forgive you and then go back right back to doing the same thing you were doing to that person yeah that's not forgiveness um <clears throat> and as black people too um i think yes we have a right to be mad at our white brothers, our, at our white sisters. Um, but actually, a lot of them might just not know, right? Just going back to what we said about, like, who's teaching who, who's, you know, a lot of them might might just not know. A lot of them might not know, oh, Black Lives Matter really means this. Yeah. Right? You know, they see it a certain way, so they're holding on to that way that they've seen it. Yeah. So, um, and they see it th- through their lens, man. Right. Through their own lens. Right. Yeah, yeah, bro. I I thought about the same thing, and and I I I hear a lot of African Americans and honestly, some white people who, you know, society would say is more woke or whatever, right? They will say like, <clears throat> we should be mad and we should be upset that this white person is saying all all lives all lives matter, and he doesn't understand what it means when we say Black Lives Matter. Here's the deal: either that white person who is saying all lives matter, right? Um. Is, re- is rejecting and not willing to open up their heart and their ears to actually understand what the other person and what the other side means. Or they truly do not know and they had the same mindset as me when they first heard Black, black Lives, Lives Matter, Matter because they think, oh, shoot, they're targeting only black people in a good way and they're not even thinking about the fact that my life as a white person matters. But here's the deal, though. There's a difference between those two people. We, as Christians and people who understand more, maybe the ones who are a little bit more woke, right? Um, <laughs> a little bit more woke. <laughs> <laughs> right. We, bro, we need to be teaching them. Instead of just getting so so mad man, and pissed yeah. at them, man, just be like, you know what? You don't understand. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, we going to just be like, hey, bro, sit down with us and just listen. You know what I'm saying? I'll listen, your, I'll listen to your side the entire time. Tell me why you believe that All Lives Matter is a better way of going about this and approaching this. But let me speak on the fact of why I think personally that Black Lives Matter is an adequate saying to get out a specific message, you know? Mm. So, like, I, I agree with that. And I, I do believe that we need to be teaching a little bit more than we just need to be getting mad about every single bit of this. And <clears throat> just because I'm, you know, I, I think we we were attacked that really. That was good. I I think that was pretty good. I I, I think that we need to be having these type, same type of conversations outside of, like I said, um, the podcast. 
we are encouraging you and empowering you now. Um, we're not equipping you exactly because that's something that you can do by yourself. It's something that you can do through having conversations with your other friends, um, with people, whatever, through research, whatever. But like we are empowering you to have the same conversation. So everyone listening to this live, everyone who's going to listen to this live, we are empowering you to have the same type of conversation again, even if it's in a different way. And it's maybe not the same exact thing that we're saying because we're not asking you to take on our opinions at all. Right. That's never what we, or the intention was. Right. But, like, yeah. we're empowering you to have the same type of conversations outside here and to express it to every single corner of this nation, not just as it pertains to Black Lives Matter, from but to, right, from a gospel gospel, perspe- <laughs> gospel perspective <laughs> that Needs all... <laughs> But a gospel perspective that the kingdom of heaven is meant to be diverse. It is meant to be all inclusive. It is meant to be open for anyone who chooses to call on the name of God and who can cho- he chooses to confess and believe in Christ and his saving power. That's what we need to be preaching. More than anything else, we should be preaching that and in this context, like I said, empowering others to understand this is why they are saying this. This is why we're saying Black Lives Matter, because we are only one small little piece in the kingdom of heaven. And we want you to understand that we matter just as much as you do, do. Yep. just as much as you do. And somebody who lives in India, who we have no idea lives there, right. you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I was also going to say, um, like, Kind of like they mentioned, like have these conversations with you know with your, have these conversations with your family. Honestly, have these conversations yeah. with your friends, um, even your teachers. Um, see what it what they think. Talk to talk to strangers. Honestly, yeah. talk to people you don't know and just pick their brains. Um, yeah, talk to people that you usually won't talk to. Um, that's I mean honestly, I think that's how you will grow. Um, being open to just learn um i mean going back to the gospel like we saw jesus literally talk to people that in that day and age um culture would have frowned upon yeah um like a great example is the the woman by the well the samaritan woman right like the disciples were even shocked to see him talking to her Right. right yeah but he and and he showed that in so many different ways like yeah like the kingdom is all inclusive to everybody. It's not nobody's excluded from this. Um, so yes, I, I I implore. I'll be doing the same thing too. I'm pretty sure he's gonna be doing the same thing too. Yeah. Uh, because I still need. I still have more. We still have more growing to do in regards to just how we go about treating people, loving people, forgiving people, um, and literally living in peace and. And diversity is that's that's the beauty of life, honestly. Like, I don't think there's any of y'all that eat the same thing over and over and over and over again. Um, even those who like are, you know, gym rats and stay healthy. At some point, I know you want to switch it up. You want to try something different. Um, I don't know, bro. Cause my girlfriend eat bread every day. For real, bro. She eats bread every day. I mean, there's a lot of people like that, though. In Nigeria, they eat bread every day. I know. Too. So her food diversity chart is down. <laughs> you need to talk to her, bro. <laughs> I know. I'll be trying to tell her. 
Anna, what's to... up, man? Bro, right. <laughs> what's up? You need to squash. You need to switch it up a little bit. Zucchini. Try try something else, man. Um, you know, your taste buds might thank you. You never to know. be I've been trying to tell to people, be real, bro. Your taste buds. People taste buds, bro, be man, they don't be knowing nothing. <laughs> But they be sitting here like, feed me something else. <laughs> For real. And she like, be like, bread, bread, bread. <laughs> bread. <laughs> yeast. <laughs> bread. <laughs> you know, actually, like, even even to drive that point. Playing, some some I just learned, which I'm pretty sure some of you already know. Um, I just, I even just recently, uh, in my program that I'm doing right now, I learned that, um, you know, the brain, it's an exercise to the brain when you learn several languages. Like, even our makeup shows diversity yeah shows the importance of like like our the makeup on your face or the makeup in your body the, the makeup of our body the makeup of your body okay. the make, the, not not makeup okay make it but like makeup. the the, the makeup about six i don't want to make up no i don't, I don't wear makeup. makeup um the makeup of your body like even shows diversity like literally we i don't know i, I we, we can use so many analogies for days but um for real though just Please, guys, learn to learn to just like we are trying to learn, um, and not just from only black people. We want to learn from you guys too. There are so many things, and when I say you guys, I mean black people, all kinds of people. We want to learn from everybody because yep. there are so many things that our knowledge is also limited. Like whoever thinks they know everything, they're foolish. I, I I didn't want to say, but yeah, you foolish. The Bible says it. You're foolish. Yeah, whoever thinks you you think you this you deceiving yourself if you think you know everything. Um, so let's just let's let's attempt as a nation, as people the in body general, of TFC. Yeah, as as a the the people on campus Family. here. Um, let's truly embody what we mean by <clears throat> community. Let's truly embody what we mean by um family. Um, don't don't just stay in your own clique. Branch out, meet other people, talk to other people, um, see how other people do life. Yeah, yeah. Nah, bro. I think we, I think we didn't touch it, man. Yeah, we, I think that was a good we, conversation. We, we <clears throat> pretty much did. Yeah, bro. I don't see it going on. Bro, I've been trying to get it to go on, but like, man, listen, listen. We we can we can hit we can wait wait. Let me turn the mic a little bit. We can, we can hit a little bit of something, but for for now until I get some music going, hey. This, thank y'all for listening about that, by the way. Um, real, thank you guys for listening. Um, we're not done yet, though. We, I mean, it's 8. Tony, are you going to be done? Nah. Be done it's, something, it's something small I got to do real quick. Oh, Let me ask you a question, bro. Oh, while me, while, bro. while I go ahead and ask away. Shoot, bro. Shoot. You, you just said it. Listen, bro. Let me ask you a question. Um, you going to ask me or you going to ask? See, that's that's the problem. I'm just... You going to ask me or you going to ask me? You, you're the problem. <laughs> Man, say, I, man, say I'm the problem. Hey, that that be groovy, man. Ask me the question, bro. All right, all right. Hey, my question, bro. Now that we got off that, you know, we're gonna go a little bit light for a little bit, just for like another five minutes, bro. Can you tell me some of the ways that you've heard your name pronounced? Because I swear uh, we done been through some of the the, the I've, I've heard some of the most horrible attempts at pronouncing my name. Man, hey, hey go on, speak on it. Speak on that real quick. Man, my name. This is this has been a this has been a toughie for me, man. It's actually hurt me a lot of times. Y'all just don't know. I just don't voice it. Um, but it's first of all, the name is Okpeyemi. Now I okay. now I, I I don't I can't judge you. About cut off some twenty some seconds remaining. 
Oh boy. Yeah. Hey, listen. Yemi, Yemen. I've heard Yemen. I've heard Yeti. That's that's Let's go ahead that's not it. how to say my name. But anyway, it Appreciate was fun. It was great. Thank you guys for good. coming for tuning in. Stay tuned next for next episode. It's hey, gonna be y'all better show up. Better topics too. So tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your cows, tell everything. Yeah, tell everybody. That thing paused, bro. That thing paused. <laughs> it ended like a mug. That thing ended. <laughs>